Welcome to Digital Cryptids Presents E3. I'm Cassidy, my pronouns are she and they, and I am joined this time by Charlie. Hi, I'm Charlie, and my pronouns are he, sir, or he, him. And also, special musical guest, Jake Mason. Hi, I'm Jake, uh, he, him. Thank you for having me. Hi. Thank you for uh, <laughs> agreeing when I asked if you uh, if you would be on this uh, pile of E3 podcasts. Yeah, I, you, you were like, I don't think anyone else will like the Ubisoft one. And I was like, probably not, I'll, but I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll help. Uh, I still have... Uh, I, it's sort of a problem I'm having with all of these, because it's like, if people I know who play video games... Um, they they play like sp- very specific video games. <laughs> they all play, as far <laughs> yeah. as I can tell, they all play Final Fantasy fourteen, and that's it. Is that about? They either play Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen or they play Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the two types of gamers. There, that's all of them. Um, I also speaking the two of two gaming genders. Spe- <laughs> speaking of gaming, I do have a Mountain Dew, so I'm ready to go. Um, I have two in the fridge because I don't need the energy yet, but I might need it later. Okay. So I only bought the energy drink flavors. Ooh. What? Well, no one told me I needed to have Mountain Dew prepared, so I have a uh, like a unsweetened sparkling water thing. <laughs> I don't that's, actually know what it is. That's like Mountain Dew. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> sparkling water is like the new. Uh, it's like the clean gamer. Yeah, Mountain yeah. It's Dew. like it's like uh like the fit life uh gamer it's for like 30 year old gamers yeah Wait, what are you gonna say about me cassidy i'm not 30 yet i'm i'm over 30 and i have a mountain dew but i have the melon flavor the new melon i don't know if y'all have had that yet oh uh, no. yeah, I, I, I podcasted about that one it's not good i, I love it because i like watermelon flavor but that first sip is like ooh, this tastes like watermelon plastic <laughs> It tastes so much like watermelon plastic. <laughs> um, I've never tried it, but maybe I shouldn't. If you don't like watermelon a lot, I would not recommend it because it's. If you don't like specifically like Jolly Rancher, y- yes, watermelon ex- yeah, a it's lot. water. It's like fully mm. Jolly Rancher watermelon. If, so if you're not into that, I would I would skip it. <laughs> like if they made if they made like a zero sugar version of it, I might like it more. But maybe. Um, down in, I, I will say the watermelon energy drink they make is pretty good. Okay, I I don't really do energy drinks, but maybe I should try that one out. Um, see, it's see basically it just a soda, but it's like, oh, it's got as much caffeine as two cups of coffee. I think I've had that one before, and it's pretty good. But I like energy drinks, so I'll drink any kind. I have the my my problem with Anyways. energy drinks is they always leave like a like the after the like energy drink TM aftertaste like always like sticks in my mm. mouth and i'm not a fan of it so well we're not here to talk about mountain dew <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you sure <laughs> uh, i mean we could but then i'd have to like drag you on to a second separate right, right, right yeah <laughs> uh we're here to talk about the ubisoft e3 uh event ubisoft forward but before we get into that i do need to give a disclaimer about how uh just a reminder for folks that last year during the summer ubisoft was hit with a bunch of like abuse allegations throughout the entire company uh and hr departments just like burying those things and uh, i even just looked up there's like an article that went out earlier this month that was like uh well i guess last month at this point uh hey not much has actually been done about that hmm. so 
keep that as a big disclaimer here at the front for those of you who might be supporting Ubisoft in their products. Right. I, I remembered there being something like there was some sort of controversy with Ubisoft last year, but I could not for the life of me remember it. And I guess it's because they wanted to make sure no one did, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And like, of course, you know, when they reach out to people, they're like, oh, well, we have done stuff Look at this stuff we've done. Clearly we're taking actions. Right. And it's like all of the people who were, were not all of the people who were still in charge are still in charge, but like, a lot of the people who worked in HCAR that were burying things seem to still be around mm. and stuff like that. So Not good. So I'm putting that up here at the front um, just so people are aware. Yeah. Um, I watched the pre-show. Uh, I, I did not. So I'm gonna, yeah, uh, you didn't miss much because uh, most of the stuff they did was covered. But I'm going to blast through it real quick because it's got some stuff that showed up later, but a little bit more in depth. Um, such as starting out with the For Honor stuff. Um, they're doing an event uh, with Ghost Samurai and stuff like that. Okay. There's a new battle pass, more cosmetics, stuff like that. Uh, and then there's several uninterrupted minutes. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's, this, what's the, the Viking assassin's name? Uh, Ivor? Ivor. Just several uninterrupted minutes of Ivor just walking oh, in gosh. a straight line down a path wow <laughs> i played it for charlie earlier like on yes. double speed and it still took like two three minutes <laughs> oh, it was so long just you know uh, she just she had to get to the to the ubisoft press conference but she had to walk there and so it was gonna take a while uh and then it came back they talked about uh accessibility and diversity and inclusion in their games and in their uh, production line, including having uh, someone signing about how they were helping along with Watchdogs and stuff like that. Uh, and then there was a couple of uninterrupted minutes of a Watchdogs person flying around on a drone in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a pattern here of, here's a thing, and then a couple minutes of just n nothing happening. He here is the most regular part of any given game. It's just like you moving around. <laughs> Well, like, but for the Assassin's Creed thing, it wasn't even, like, like holding the stick all the way forward. It was, like, oh, the no. slow walk animation the entire time. It's really showing off the the, the specs of the, of the Xbox One, I guess. It was real, aw, shit, here we go again. <laughs> uh, Trackmania, they're adding, uh, they're doing a World Cup thing. They're adding some new summerish uh, tracks and track parts. All of the track parts look like they belong in Fall Guys. I did. I, that, was that, of, like, did that show up in wheels the, and stuff like that? Did that show up in the? Um, yeah, it was part of the okay. sizzle reel. Um, so a lot of the stuff I'm going to say here, aside from like the more like documentary, not documentary, but like developer and people focused things, like all of the video game stuff, pretty much gets reused in that sizzle reel. Okay. Um, but it's a little bit more in depth here. Um, except for there's a section coming up on uh, indie games, but none of that showed up. Sure. Um, there's a paint plane flying for a couple minutes, and then they explained, because um, they're like, oh, yeah, folks at home, you may have heard on pe people in game dev saying on social media that a game has gone gold. Here's what that means. Here's why it's called that. Which is like a fun thing to do during your pre-show, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then they did a behind-the-scenes thing on uh, the Assassin's Creed DLC's music, and the thought process that went behind the people who worked on the stuff for that. Oh, that's neat. Uh, they talked about a single member of Ubisoft for a while. <laughs> Any reason like, why? 
Well, they were just like, you know, talking about people like uh, it was it seems like it's supposed to be like an inspirational like, no, you didn't have to go get a degree in game design or whatever to work at a game design company. This person came up through all these different means and they ended up working here and now they're doing this and stuff like that. Um, they're putting the Ninja Turtles, the classic Ninja Turtles in Brawlhalla. Yep. That uh, that Smash Bros. adjacent free-to-play game. Where, like, every character is the same, they just look different, pretty much. Yeah, they get, like, different weapons or whatever. Yeah. It looks cute. Um, I, I have never played it, but I saw the, like, they, it shows up later in the regular press conference, and I was like, oh, this looks cute. That's all, that's all I have yeah, on you can, it. um, now you can have, um... Oh goodness, who who else in there now? Um, oh, I gotta pull up a name because I don't remember anymore. <laughs> it's been so long since I watched wrestling. Oh yeah, they added um, wrestlers to it. They added some WWE uh, wrestlers to it. Uh, the redhead uh, uh, Becky Lynch, who, who started. Yeah, Becky Lynch. She was in that. Okay, I think. And the Rock. So now you can have Donatello fight the Rock. I guess Just, everyone's As... wanted that forever. So. Yes, yeah. I know I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Uh, and then I stepped away for a bit, and when I came back, they were talking about indie games, so I did miss most of that. Fair. <laughs> um, but uh, something about the, I caught the tail end of some talking about the braver bravery network online, which is like it's it's I can't tell if it's actually a fighting game or if it's just like styled like a fighting game, but it has like the same style of artwork as like. You know, the, the Scott Pilgrim comics and stuff like okay. that. Um, and then I saw something about uh, a game called You Suck at Parking, which is <laughs> a, a racing game about trying to get into a parking spot at the end. That's pretty funny. Huh. That's, a, that's a pretty funny premise, yeah. at least. It seemed, it seemed cute and it seemed fun. There's like a track editor and stuff and there's loop-to-loops. Nice. Um... They said that they're going to do more updates to the crew, too. They didn't really talk about much of what those updates are. They just said they're coming. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and then they did the thing where they do a sizzle reel of, like, ah, uh, yes, 160 quadrillion experience points gained in these games and, you know, all that stuff. Right. Um, showed some streamer highlights, and then the show actually starts. I have more notes for the pre-show than I do the actual show. <laughs> The actual show was a little, like, a little light on content, I feel like. Well, like, so the thing is, I think it's because they didn't have the stage, everything felt like it drawn, like, drew on even longer. Yeah. Because, like, the first thing they do, they show off Rainbow Six Extraction, previously known as Rainbow Six Quarantine. Uh, yeah, I, I, so I basically just wrote down, like, what game they are talking about, and if I had any thoughts about it. And my big thought about this one was... It looks neat. I don't. I don't think I'll play it. But um, I mean, it's not like competitive. It's not like you have to be online and fight other people. It's like you and some friends fight goopy monsters, and I'm like, that could be fun. So that's neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's still just like it's another Rainbow Six game. We have a million of them. It's just like they just did like three different show offs of it. They did like the trailer, and then they explained the gameplay, and then they like just showed more cinematics. Yeah. Stuff, and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah. This is the part where they'd have someone on stage playing it, and that would at least be more interesting, because then they could see the stage light up. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the crowd would be, like, ooing and eyeing when things happen, and it would, like, get you more into it. 
Yeah, this is like the kind of half of this segment should have just been saved for the pre or for the post show. Yeah, that so many of these things do now, where it's like, all right, if you want to learn more about this game, stick around. Yeah, but instead now the kind post show is so. like, if you want to learn more about it, you're gonna watch the same gameplay as we did on stage <laughs> in there. Uh, my other uh, my other note for this is it looks like it's if Left 4 Dead and Splatoon had a baby, and that video game would be this. It also reminded me of Left 4 Dead, especially with the, like, the, uh, I forgot what they're called, like, the rooms in between each level. I'm like, that makes me think of oh, Left 4 Dead. Yeah. safe house rooms. Yeah. This definitely feels like a game made for, like, strategy and being stealthy, and I could never play a game like that, because <laughs> I'm bad at both. <laughs> so, I think this year might be the year of Left 4 Dead. Mm. Because during the Keeley thing, they also announced at least two other games that are just Left 4 Dead, including one being made by the Left 4 Dead yeah. people, and it has the number four it's, in between it's like two words. Back for Blood or something, right? I think I heard yes. about that. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the most interesting one of those I saw was during the Keeley thing. Uh, I think it's like Anacrusis or something, and it's like Left 4 Dead, but what if it took on a retro futuristic spaceship? Oh, that's where everything's neat. like clean and colorful, and then there's like space aliens. That sounds pretty good, actually. I yeah, guess with Left, I guess with Left for Dead coming back, everyone's like, "We gotta make one now, too." I guess. Wait, is Left for Dead coming back? Yeah, you didn't hear about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't hear they're making a new Left for Dead. I knew that Left for Dead people were making a different yeah, game. Yeah, I, I only I, I didn't know they were also making a new. Yeah, Left I didn't for know Dead. they were just doing it, straight up making a new one. That's wait. That's are what, you sure? Is it? Am I getting it wrong? I thought it was. A, I think just you a might new. be thinking of Back for Blood. Yeah, it, like the way they announced it was like the people who made Left for Dead are making another game, and they wanted you to think that that's Left for Dead Four or whatever is the next one, but it's it's a new game. Oh, okay. Sorry. Brought to you by Warner Brothers. I'm sorry if anyone got excited. I. <laughs> I was about to just call it for just it being the year of Left 4 Dead, if that was true. Yeah. <laughs> Metroid Prime 4. Is a, uh, it's Metroid 4 Prime. <laughs> and we'll, I guess we'll, we'll find out Tuesday if that's real or not. I'll, look, I'll take anything they want to tell me about Metroid Prime 4 at this point. I don't care. <laughs> On to the second game of the Ubisoft press conference. It's Rocksmith. Is this remember Rocksmith? No, okay. This no. isn't new. This is this is an established thing that they are just doing more of. Is that what this is? Rocksmith came up back in like the heyday of Rock Band and Guitar Hero as being like the one that actually could teach you guitar. Okay. Um, and I think it came back like once or twice. It maybe even brought it back last E three or something. But this is like a all right now you can do it like on your phone and stuff. You don't need to have anything plugged in as long as you have a microphone that can pick up your guitar. You. We'll be able to tell you if you're, like, in the right ballpark. That's pretty neat. Yeah. I don't know if this is, like, yeah. a thing I will ever, like, play. I'll say right now, I'm probably never going to play this or use its service uh, in any way. But if, like, you're into this, like, I feel like this is, like, the perfect thing for you. Yeah. Like, Rocksmith, I I've heard good things about for the people who've used it. Okay. I am not musically inclined uh, at all. Uh, I, I played... I could barely put... Oh, go ahead. I played bass, so you don't need to know how to play an uh, instrument to play the bass. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> the last instrument I played was the flute. We do have a guitar at my house. I could potentially play this game to learn how to play it, because I have no idea what the fuck I'm <laughs> No, I, I could barely put together the eight-second jingle that's the intro for these podcasts. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will be not doing so. Um... 
the next thing was Riders Republic, which I think they showed off last E3. Um, it's very much like in the line of that steep game yeah. that came out forever ago. But this one's more like this is extreme sports, and we have all of the ones that you'd expect except for skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no. They make outdoor like downhill skateboards too. I don't know if they still do, but when I was in middle school and high school and very into skateboarding, like off-road skateboards were a thing. They weren't super popular, but they existed. So they missed their yeah, opportunity. Yeah, I remember that episode of Rocket Power. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, but I like I feel like they missed their chance not putting those into this game because it had everything else. Yeah, they have snowboards. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the snowboards look like they just are skateboards. <laughs> yep. But for dirt. But not for not for dirt, I guess. Uh this one looked like pretty neat i don't the the problem with a lot of e3 press conferences is like they give you like such broad overviews that like you don't actually know what the game is about by the end of it so like Mm -hmm. i know i understand that it is like you play extreme sports and there's like some sort of exploration aspect to it that i'm that i think is pretty neat um but like i don't know what the the point of the game like is it just like a multiplayer hey everybody i think it's just a multiplayer thing come come do extreme sports i guess um yeah, so like it seems neat. like there's a career thing, but the career stuff is still like just the same as the online stuff. Right. I think. Yeah, it's that, at least that seems like that's what the game would be. Yeah. So. Um, also, when I was watching this, I was like, when I first saw it, I thought the jetpacks were like just remote control planes, and I'm like, that's weird that that's in this game with extreme sports. <laughs> I think it's weirder that it's jetpacks, to be honest. Right, were they yeah. je- jetpacks or were they just those like squirrel suits that you like jump off of mountains wearing? No, no, no. These were jetpacks. Oh, I guess I didn't. They I had squirrel suits attention. too, but there are also jetpacks. Maybe they'll uh, release ex- tie-in jetpacks for the game. <laughs> <laughs> this extremely feels like a game that I might play if it wasn't sixty dollars. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I have this thing about multiplayer games. Where I've gotten into the free-to-play ones because I think battle passes are actually a decent enough uh, way to monetize that thing. So when I see a game that's almost entirely multiplayer and I have to pay a full price for it, and I know there's going to be microtransactions later, (laughs) I'm like, why? (laughs) (laughs) If you just let me play the game, I'll probably give you the $60 eventually. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, my... so that's what's happened with Fortnite, Cassidy? Yes. <laughs> that's that's how they get you. Uh, my thing with multiplayer games is that I don't I don't want to play them. I don't want to I I like playing games by myself. So uh yeah, this one seems decent enough. It comes out September 2nd. Yeah, it lo- it looks neat. Yeah, if I had to play any games from like this uh I think I would pick this one out of all the games we saw. Uh, so you're not going to try to get in on the sixth year of Rainbow Six Siege? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> not even after they're going to add crossplay with Stadia? <laughs> Is, didn't they shut Stadia down? <laughs> no. No? No. Oh, <laughs> they shut down all of their game development uh, oh. programs, but they didn't shut down Stadia. Okay. <laughs> Ubisoft, I think, is the only company using it. Well, they, huh. they probably put too much uh, stock into it. And they're like, we're going to oh, get wait, our money no. out. No, I think Resident Evil 8 is also on Stadia. Oh, of course. That's how you want to play oh, that okay. game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know anything about Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I found out today that it apparently it's six years old. It's been going strong for six years. Did not know that before they told me. Uh, what I do uh, know about Rainbow Six Siege is that I would definitely watch this like lesbian survival show that they did a little anime for. 
Um, yes. I don't know what that cartoon yeah. was, but I I would watch that show probably. That's the thing is like so much of like if you took the Rainbow Six lore from what I can tell, it would just be GI Joe. Sure. Um, <laughs> but Makes sense. it's a it's a video game that I don't want to play. Right. So yeah. Um. But yeah, they're also putting crossplay on like actual platforms next year. <laughs> At least they'll get there eventually. Uh, and then we get the sizzle reel of all of that pre-show stuff I talked about. Um, I skipped over the part with Watchdogs, I guess, because they did show the Watchdog stuff in the pre-show. They're putting Aiden Pierce from Watchdogs One and that wrench guy with the funny mask from Watchdogs Two in it. Oh, cool! And it looks like it might turn into like a, a weird buddy cop thing okay <laughs> maybe i can't tell what's gonna happen with this interesting that they didn't use um the main character of watchdogs too that people liked yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, also uh they're they're doing more updates eventually for the ghost recon game that's out they didn't say anything about it they were just like they're they're coming <laughs> don't, stay don't tuned worry. Uh, and now we get our Just Dance update. I'm mad that they didn't do, like, a, a COVID-compliant Just Dance routine. <laughs> Everybody, I needed to see the people in the panda suits. Everybody's six feet apart. Or the big pandas have masks on. Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah, my my only note for Just Dance was Just Dance. They're just dancing. Because that's it's more Just Dance. It's the same as it's always been. Because it works. Just Dance. Know? Oh, okay, it's not the same as it always been. It's always been because this one is not coming out for the Nintendo. <laughs> That's true. Last ah. one was the last one that did that. I worked at a Target when that came out, and I was like, "It's 2019. Why is there a Wii game that's new?" And I was like, "Oh, it's just dance, uh, of course." So it's so mom's it's because of hospitals. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but this one's featuring Todrick Hall, and it's coming out on November 4th. And Todrick Hall's doing an exclusive version of their song. Nice. Yeah. So, if you know that, I mean, it sounded like a decent enough song. It sounded yeah. kind of like a Just Dance it song. It sounded very Just Dancey. Like, I, think, I think it'll be perfect for Just Dancing, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Were there not one-handed swords in this one before? Um. So, I have a confession to make about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, is that I own it, but I have not played it yet. <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um. So, when they said, we're going to be adding one-handed swords soon, I went... Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> what do you mean? That was also my reaction. Because I have, I've put a conservative estimate about 175, yeah, 175 hours into um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, the one that came before it. And there's one-handed mm -hmm. swords, yeah. like, the whole time. Like, you just start and you yeah, can grab a it's, sword. it's a staple of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and then they were like, this one, it, it's, it's DLC, is that you can just use a one hand. And I was, uh, okay, what, what do you mean, like... What did you do with your hand if your other hand was occupied before? And I guess the answer was like axes and stuff. Um, so I'm kind of yeah. glad I haven't played it yet because I. Um, so now I can play it with the new one-handed sword add-on. You just hate axes. I understand. I I like them, but I feel like uh, the, the, actually to in in this one the the one-handed axes might feel good, but in like Odyssey they were mostly two-handed axes, and I don't like two-handed mm. weapons because they're too slow. Um, mm. which is why I wouldn't like the two hand. I guess you can only have two handed swords or no handed swords, um, which are I guess you hold in your teeth like your Zoro from <laughs> One Piece. <laughs> but um, 
use the power of the animus to just fling swords around yeah. your body. <laughs> yeah, you psychically <laughs> whip swords around like that one Sora form from Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, yes. But yeah, it. Uh, there was also in in this part the the woman that was talking about it. I I think she's like one of the lead developers or something. Um, she definitely said like the like the most corporate nonsense jargon that I and I heard some when they were talking about Overwatch on the Jeff Keighley thing the other day, and I was like, wow, this makes it sound the like the most boring video game ever. But she said something like. Just it was straight up nonsense. I don't remember the full thing, but she was like, "I like making like in this game, you can make memories with side stories." And I was like, "Wait, what? What does that even mean?" Oh, I don't even remember that part. I don't know exactly what she said, but like it, it didn't make any sense. And I still, I'm gonna have to watch it again and try to figure out like what the sentence meant because it was something about like making memories was it about the... with side stories. And I was like, that doesn't mean anything, though. Yeah. Okay. That may not have been about the discovery tour part. It was right before then, I think. I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember exactly what she said either, but... Yeah, it was just such a weird sentence that I was like, I'm never going to understand this. I do love the, the remark they did make, though, of... Um, <laughs> for the first time ever, we will be supporting an Assassin's Creed game for its second year! <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, to, like, to be fair, for most of Assassin's Creed's, like, lifetime, it's been, like, a new one every year. For, like, there was, like, a new one every yeah. year for a long time. So, like, they didn't support it for a second year because they had a new game coming out. Uh, it's only been the last two games that I think have been on two-year cycles. So, I think, thanks, I guess, for, <laughs> for sticking with it this time. Uh, yeah, so that, that last DLC only came out a couple weeks ago, but the next one's still coming out this summer. It is the uh, the Siege of Paris. We live the Siege of Paris because we were all there before. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is how they describe. Yeah, <laughs> yes. we live the Siege of Paris. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that in in my lifetime anyway. I don't know. Uh, also, there was uh, just like... I can't disclose how long I've lived. <laughs> there was also this little like at the end there was this thing with this like. A stone archway that had like runes on it that were lighting up like they were on fire and i was like that looks neat i like i can't wait to see what that's about but mm -hmm. that was the only real like, i think that's mind-blowing thing that i saw yeah i, I do actually i want to talk about the discovery tour for a second because i know they added this in um in the other last two games uh odyssey and origins i think was the other one yeah where you can like walk around and learn the history of the area and stuff like that yeah uh, I don't know if in those you get to play as just random dudes, though. <laughs> I, I don't know. I never. I haven't played the uh, Discovery Tours in either of the other ones because I was like, oh, you can just walk around and learn about things. That's nice. I'm going to – I have assassinating to do. Uh, but this one was just definitely like, yeah, you can just be like a regular person. <laughs> and I was like, oh, neat. Yeah. <laughs> Take control of this monk as he heads to the monastery. Yeah, follow Friar Tuck up to the – up to the monastery. I was like, okay, cool. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Um, so then they took a break to not talk about video games for a second. Yes. Um, yeah. They talked about their Apple Plus show. Okay. I, I've heard... I heard... I remember when it first got announced, everybody was like, what the hell is this? And then recently I've heard good things about it. Same. So I'm confused. Yeah, I've, I've heard like... So Werewolves Within? That's the movie, which actually looks pretty solid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and is going into theaters on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Yes. And I will not be watching it in theaters, <laughs> but I will wait the week. Yeah, I, I, Mythic Quest, like the TV show, 
that they have. Ah, Mrs. Um, like I yeah, I've heard like it's good actually, and I'm like that's neat. I, it's on Apple TV, which I don't know a single human alive that has. Like in real life, I don't know anybody that has Apple TV. So Neither the only I. people I know who have that are people who would use like like their Apple Music subscriptions or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and I. I don't have an Apple product in my life. Uh, I have almost exclusively Apple products as far as computers go, and I still don't have Apple TV. So, like, I'm the target market if anyone was, and I'm and I passed on it. So uh, I don't know because that's also where like, Ted Lasso is, and like people have said that's a really good show, and I assume that they use their free pass, watch Ted Lasso, and then stopped having Apple TV because they haven't talked about anything else on it. Um, they finished Ted Lasso and we're like, well, I guess we could watch this other thing. It's like, eh, no, <laughs> our seven days are almost up. Who cares? There's, oh, there's the, um, there's that one movie by the people who made the secret of Kells, the, um, Wolfwalkers, I think. Oh, is that Apple? That's Plus? only, that's only on Apple Plus, And apparently that's amazing. And so if there is a reason to get Apple Plus, it's that. And with your other seven days, you can watch Ted Lasso and I guess Mythic Quest. Um, and I'll. Well, I guess this isn't exclusive, but werewolves within yes. the whodunit werewolf movie yeah. um, that they're saying is based on an Ubisoft game. But to be fair, the Ubisoft game it's based on is just a video game version of the game werewolf. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> I loved that. that They were like based on the hit game. And I was like, yeah, game technically. Uh, correct. It's it's a it's a card game. <laughs> it's like a tabletop game that's based on a game where you just like draw lots from scraps of paper that you wrote yourself. Uh, but being based on something is better than not being based on something as far as movies go, I guess. But also, like, they're not even saying like, oh, based on the class, the hit board game, Werewolf yeah. or whatever. It, no, it's based on the Ubisoft game Werewolf Within, which is a digital version of <laughs> <laughs> And they even like, pick fun of like, nobody's heard of it. <laughs> yeah, that's that is a weird part. I'm like, pretty sure people know what Werewolf is. Like, yeah. Maybe they're hoping but no people, one knows about the video game. Yeah, part. maybe they're hoping that by making a movie about it, people will buy the video game version that they own, uh, that they can finally play. I guess. Uh, and then they go out to video games to talk about Far Cry Six. I said this on the Keeley thing. Fuck Far Cry Six. Well, bo- boy, howdy! Uh, the the Far Cries in the past have always been just like I w- I will say generously culturally insensitive. Um, this one seems outright racist. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and on top of that, it's like every time they make a new Far Cry, they're like, okay, but what if, what if the villain wasn't just entirely evil? What if the villain thought they were doing the right thing? And, they, and I'm like, yeah, you've done this every time, and every time people have told you to fucking stop it. Yeah, it, just stop <laughs> it. It's it's bad. They but and the way they talk about it afterwards is like they're the first people to do this ever, and they're like. Yeah, no one's ever made a villain who thinks they're good before. And I'm like, you're just talking. You just want to make the Joker. And I get that. But like, this is not new, Ubisoft. Yeah. This is not a new thing. Uh, and then they then they love their villains so much that they're like, they're also all of our old ones, I guess, are going to be in the, in the DLC but, expansion season pass. Yeah, have, season pass. I have literally no Far idea. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. What, like, is that what it is? It like Blood Dragon 2? Like, what? What is this thing where all the old villains come together? Because they're like including, and it's like showed the thing. I was like, oh, are they doing a Blood Dragon too? No, it's just it's just Far Cry Three Blood Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> We're just putting Blood Dragon back. Nothing in. new. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like what? Uh, 
I have no idea uh, what that any of that was. Yeah, like yeah, I don't care about Far Cry at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle Two. Yeah, this got leaked literally today, like, this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a bummer. I always feel bad for for people when that happens, but I usually I don't feel bad about like huge companies when it happens. But if it's like a smaller studio, I I would have. But like it it always kind of stinks to have like the wind taken out of the sails because it would have been a cool reveal to see on this. But now everyone was expecting it, and then like a video came out because they're like, well, if it already leaked, we might as well just put the video about it out. So yeah. kind of a bummer. For it's them. also this happened to the first one too. <laughs> Maybe huh. they did it on purpose this time. Then. <laughs> You're like, well, let's just keep it going. Let's just leak it the day before. I remember the day right before the Ubisoft press conference, everybody was like, no, this is fake. They're giving Mario a gun? What is this? <laughs> this time, <laughs> Mario has. He has two guns. He has two guns. And I'm sorry, I took you. <laughs> I was right, right there with you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then also, but Luigi has a bow and arrow. And then uh, there's a. A, a Luma, Luma? A Luma? Is that what the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a Luma, but it's a rabbit. I don't know if that was in the yes, first one or not, but for some reason, instead of everything else being like, "Oh, it's rabid Luigi," no, this one is. Uh, these are called sparks. These have a name. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I also want to. You pointed out Luigi having a bow. Princess Peach has a parasol that has like a rabbit. It's head got like on. a rabbit head with a cannon that comes out of it. I think. Oh, that's incredibly good. Yeah. Uh, and like the way they were hinting at stuff, they were like, "Oh, we wanted to do more than just the Mushroom Kingdom." And I'm like, I'm sure that's because it's in space this time, right? But I, I, the entire time, I was waiting for like Slippy Toad to show up. Yeah, or like Zelda. Like we're going to the other Hyrule was actually next door to the Mushroom Kingdom the whole time. We just never told you. And but oh, you can only go there with rabbits. <laughs> Especially when like when they first introduced the villain, they showed like the space rabbit Lumas, and then they had a big red hand grab. And I'm like, oh, is that Master Hand? Yeah. <laughs> And then, then there's, like, some straight-up, like, Cthulhu monsters that start taking over, and it's like, we gotta all band together, including this Final Fantasy-looking-ass rabid with the, the green hair. Uh, he's yes. here, too. I, okay, so when I saw the leaked image this morning, I was like, who are you? Because every <laughs> other rabbit is based on someone. Who are you? Uh, that rabbit is based on the idea of Final Fantasy. <laughs> he's got, he's got <laughs> Cloud's sword. He's got Buster's sword. Um, so it's, that's the closest I can get is to figure out what he is. But yes, uh, Mario plus Rabbids to Sparks of Hope. They showed gameplay this time. I thought the last one was like sort of grid based, but this one doesn't seem to be. Yeah, the, cause the other one um, is, is like described as XCOM, but with Rabbids and Mario characters. Um, and, and this one is like Ark the Lad, but yeah. <laughs> with Rabbids and Mario characters. Yeah. It's, yeah, cause like, I don't, I don't, I'm not very good at tactical shooters like this so i never played the other one everyone says it everyone that played it loved it from what i can tell um and this one is like what if you could move around more freely and i'm like i bet you i would love that if i liked these games that sounds like a great idea yeah yeah um and then for their final big reveal they have eve's gomon come out for basically no reason other than to say one more thing yeah it was a tough year for everybody <laughs> yeah uh, and then Ubisoft presents Disney's James Cameron's Avatar. Yep. Who is this for? <laughs> it's for James Cameron. 
I guess if he's bankrolling the whole thing, it was like, make me a video game Ubisoft. That's the only thing that makes sense. Honestly, it might be Disney bankrolling it after all of this work they're putting into of like bankrolling like three sequels with nothing to show for it and putting them in the theme park. (laughs) To be fair, I hear the theme park's good. I hear the theme park is, is fun, but like, it's so weird that, that Disney is trying to make this thing happen that like literally nobody likes, like nobody, nobody talks about how much they love avatar. It was not a thing. It just made money because it was like the first big 3d movie. And that was it. Yes. It came out in 2009, and we have not talked about it since until Disney was like, we're putting in a theme park. And it's like, cool. Who asked for that? <laughs> James Cameron, I guess. <laughs> everyone watched this movie, and then everyone instantly forgot all about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, if it felt like the like every person on the planet saw it and went, okay, and we're done with Avatar. <laughs> they just, like, moved on with their lives. <laughs> and Disney's like, no, we're going to make it happen. <laughs> It's gonna be I a can't thing. wait until Disney has to force Nomura to put Avatar in Kingdom Hearts. In Kingdom Hearts 4, <laughs> you go to Avatar Land, and Sora's a little Avatar uh, boy. He can plug his Keyblade tail into, or plug his tail into his Keyblade, maybe? I don't know how that would work, but yeah. Goofy's one of those giant birds. Yeah, yeah. Don- He's the bird this time. Don- yeah, and then Donald is like the rhino thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Throwing uh, it for a loop. That movie... <laughs> That movie's like not good either. Like it's not like a it's it's I, I don't know. If, have y'all seen it? Have y'all seen Avatar? Uh, not I since have. it came out, but even when it came out, I was like, this is just I, there was all, all that stuff going around when it came out of it. Like, oh, this is just Pocahontas. It's it's literally <laughs> yeah. like it's a whole bunch of things like that. Like it's it's dances with wolves. Um, it's Pocahontas. It's uh, uh, there was one other thing that it was like, oh, it's just this, but also, and but like, it's boring. I don't like. The first two hours, it's a three-hour movie, which is horrible anyway. Like, I, don't, I never want to watch a three-hour movie. Um, I don't have that kind of attention span in me anymore. But, like, the first two hours are just straight-up, like, people talking about how uh, colonization is bad unless the white saviors do it. And I was like, this, is, this isn't good. Uh, and then the last hour is, like, fun, but it's also a genocide trying to happen. And so it's like, oh, that's not really fun fun. Uh so I don't know what I don't know who the movie's for. I don't know why they keep trying to make it like a thing, except that they spent a lot of money on it already, and they're not gonna, you know, they have some cost fallacy at this point. They put a big robot with a giant knife in it, and you're not supposed to root for the big robot with the giant yeah. knife. I don't know. That's fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. It's just also like just here's a video game that they t- tell you nothing about. Like like there is no information about how you play this video game. What kind of you know what it what it plays like what it feels like what the story is it's literally just like it's avatar yeah so the thing is like if you take the generic idea of what an ubisoft game is like parodied as of like all right you got to go to the towers climb, you got to unlock the activities yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can see how that implements into avatar you go to a big tree you put your hair in it and you unlock more of your map yeah sure yeah and like i i get it i see it i don't know what the story is but who cares it, <laughs> no one cares right it's for nobody. Nobody asked for it. I thought for a second it was going to be Beyond Good and Evil 2 again. Um, but then I remembered that Eves did say it was a partnership. So right. Yeah. I, I heard about um, them doing, uh, Ubisoft doing a Star Wars game. And that's all I know about it is that Ubisoft is doing a Star Wars game because apparently after the like loot box debacle that where EA almost made loot boxes 
illegal by the getting in trouble with the government and getting them declared gambling almost that Disney was like, we're not going to hang out anymore. Um, and then they made Star Wars not exclusive to EA so that like an Ubisoft was going to be making a, uh, some Star Wars game. And I was expecting something about that, but wasn't even wasn't even touched on. Instead, we got Avatar, a thing everybody likes. Yeah, the <laughs> it's a mystery. It also could have been, though, it could have been, like, an, I'm trying to think of things it could have been based on the opening shots of, like, lush jungle with weird alien life in it. And I was like, what if they did another Star Fox Adventures, but not by Rare? See, that I would be into, because I love Star Fox Adventures. Because, <laughs> like, Ubisoft's gotten the, the reins for, uh, for Star Fox before. They're in that Starlink game. Oh, are they? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I have was... a I have the Toys to Life R-Wing on my bed shelf. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, uh, that look, that game looked neat, but, um, it was at a, I, it came out at a point in my life where I could not justify buying toys for a video game. Uh, and so I just never got it. Yeah. N- neither did anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Riley Hopkins. And that's the only person that I know <laughs> at all that played it. I, I played it for five minutes and I still have the case here on my desk because it's not worth anything. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trade it. Uh, yeah, I, I thought for a second um, it was going to be, like, that they were going to announce, like, another Far Cry <laughs> during it. Like, <laughs> we're also doing Far wild. Cry 6 Blood Dragon 2 yeah, this like, time be, in space. Yeah, exactly. Like, I thought they were straight up going to do that, but uh, then they were like, nope, it's Avatar. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. <sighs> Anyways, that's that's everything on the Ubisoft conference. Yep. Yep. Uh, how how many conferences have there? I know this is like because everything's obviously like o- only digital. There's no like presentations specifically, except for Jeff Keighley had a stage by himself where he talked to some people. Um, people, other people showed up on that stage to do music. Weezer was there. We, oh my god, I saw the Weezer. Has do, do Weezer do Weezer not want to be Weezer anymore? And they're like cursed to still be Weezer because none of them looked like they were having any fun, and it was a little sad. I don't I don't know because. Like, I, it sounded like they were putting work, like, it is a decent enough song. It sounded like they were putting work into, like, making sure things were, like, safe to stream and, yeah, like, they're going on that tour with Green Day and that other band that I don't remember. I think Fall Out Boy is also on the tour. Yeah, that might have been the other one um, they said. Yeah. But, like, everyone, just, they like, Weezer just seems so sad that they still have to be Weezer every time I see them now. It's, it's a little sad. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you were saying something about conferences. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, how like because you? I assume you've watched a couple of them. How, however many there have been so far. There, this is literally the second one. Okay, I was gonna. <laughs> it was ask- the Keeley thing, and then this is the first. <laughs> okay, I was gonna ask how this one stacked up to the other ones, but I guess it's the only one to compare it to. <laughs> um, how how did it stack up to Jeff Keeley's? <laughs> I mean, it didn't have the musical guest that I was expecting of Ubisoft. They didn't do like sure. a two minute just dance moment. They did a five minute Rainbow Six uh, <laughs> quarantine. Yeah, sorry, extraction. Quarantine siege. Yes. Yep. So I mean, I I wasn't as excited as like I could have been. I I I don't know. I wasn't expecting much to be fair. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. Usually Ubisoft is like the one where it's like, I can come away with it, you know, having a fun time with the music or, you know, the dancing panda bear or whatever. Right. Or like they'll they'll do a weird sports game like they did with um the Riders game that I've already forgotten the name of. Riders Republic? Riders Republic. Yeah. That's what it was. 
I wanted to call it Rebel Riders. Uh, That's a good name, too. It might be catchier, yeah, if it was called that. I'll have to write that one down for RNGG. You should. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I think we've we've talked all our thoughts about uh, Eve's Gilmont's Ubisoft. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going back through. I don't think I, I, I don't think I missed anything for my notes. So, yeah, I have no more thoughts. <laughs> well, Jake, you are not scheduled for any more of these conferences that I'm recording. Uh, so, do you have any predictions or things that you want to see from the remaining one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven plus conferences? Uh, the only one I'm probably going to watch is the Nintendo one because uh, that's the only. Um, game company that I feel like intrinsically attached to because mm-hmm. you know I grew up in the 90s with and I only had a Nintendo so um, I I'm really hoping I just want them to say something about Breath of the Wild too even if they say that like they just show me one picture of it like I don't want I don't want much I'm not asking for a trailer or a release date I just want you to know I just want you to let me I... know that there's something's going on <laughs> like you haven't forgot about so- it I think this is the time where we would get a release date, to be honest. That would be very nice. Because at the last, um, tr- not Treehouse, the last Nintendo Direct, they, they were like, hey, I know you won't want to hear about Breath of the Wild 2, and you're not gonna today. Here's Skyward Sword. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks. Uh, uh, not what I was hoping for, Aonuma. Uh, but so and he, he did mention that like there would be some news about it later this year, and I'm hoping... That this is later enough that there's some news about it, um, but that's it. I also am really hoping they announce like a Switch Pro. I know everybody has said that, but I found out that Nvidia stopped making the graphics chips that the Switch uses, so they have to change their hardware if they want to keep making Nintendo Switches. So I'm assuming they will do some sort of upgrade uh, to it. Uh, so you know, I like the Super Nintendo Switch is what I hope they call it, but um, we'll see. I mean, I, I would like to run Fortnite better. Yeah, a lot of people say that any multiplayer game is like not maybe maybe not the worst it could be on the Switch, but like not the not the best it could be. Certainly. I mean, yeah, I, I've actually not had any like problems with uh, playing it on the Switch. Sometimes there'll be like it'll take a while for a like texture to load, but sometimes mm. I'm like, is that me? Is that right. the connection? Um, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that uh, Apex Legends, uh, which my little brother likes, he he plays on the Xbox. Uh, I've heard on the Switch, it is terrible and not fun to play because mm. of how uh, how bad the Switch is at running multiplayer games like that that are a little more graphic intensive and also you're connected to fifty nine other people and and all that. So yeah. All right. Uh, well, in that case, I guess it's time for plugs. Um, I guess we'll we'll start with special musical guest Jake. <laughs> I feel like I'm on all that. I love it. Uh, where can uh, where can you be found on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I have uh, one million podcasts. Um, we're about to start up uh, SPD because uh, this goes up sometime next week, right? I'm assuming. Uh, it's probably going to go up tomorrow. Okay, so so, so then <laughs> maybe tonight. Then in on Monday, the closest Monday from when this airs, um, the new season. Uh, starts um we're watching power rangers spd which is about cops and is exactly as um i don't know upsetting i guess as you think it might be <laughs> watching a show problematic yeah problem it's very problematic yeah. watching a show about how like cool the cops are in in uh 2021 is a little, a little yikes 
Uh, there's also Kingdom Smarts. We just finished Bat Cover, and we're gonna. I think next we're doing Union Cross. Um, um, real quick, can I make a disclaimer about Kingdom Smarts? Yes. Uh, for those of you who are gonna watch the Square Enix press conference, in case there's any Kingdom Hearts news, be, make, make sure you tag it <laughs> hashtag KH3. Yes, please. I didn't know yes. that. I didn't know Square Enix had a one had one this year, but that makes sense because I always assume Square Enix is PlayStation, and that hasn't been true in like six years. Um, Do you think we'll get any Kingdom Hearts news? Uh, I've talked to Crash about it. I feel like we're due for it because they ended the mobile game, but I can't discuss it at length. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 who knows? I don't. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> so I, I am actively uh, not involved in learning Kingdom Hearts news. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts podcast where Shannon Maynard explains Kingdom Hearts to me, someone who never and still hasn't to this day ever played a Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, then I have some Pokemon podcasts, Pokemon World Tour, Pokemon World Tour United, uh, Cool Kiss Table. You can find those. You know where to find them. You can find them. You can find them. You can listen yeah. to them. <laughs> All right, uh, Charlie. Yes, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at Magic underscore Pride. Or you can go listen to the Mass Actual Play podcast I'm in called Otherware at Otherware Pod. Uh, I play Phantom the Nomad. Our right, season one's almost finished. I don't remember how far we Didn't are. Didn't the last episode go out? Of season one? Or was that something that you just recorded? I'm trying to remember. I, I saw people tweeting about it. I don't remember if it was a, hey, we've released it, or if it was a, hey, we recorded it. We've, we finished season, we finished recording season one. We're currently recording season two now. So it's, like, done. But I think the last, I, I don't remember. I don't listen to my own <laughs> podcast. <laughs> think we're it should be almost done let me oh you keep plugging i'll look it up okay or you can go listen to tabletop roulette where i was in a bunch of uh episodes for that both for the streaming and for the podcast itself and uh i almost forgot to plug this because usually when i plug things it's on this podcast you can go listen to Precure Podcast Engage, where me and Cassidy talk about Who? put <laughs> <laughs> talk about Pretty Cure. We're currently on Futariwa Max Heart. Um, so the last episode in the feed was uh, episode thirteen B. So I guess not the finale. No, we have two more. No, yes, two or three more episodes left. Um, one. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get clarification on that later. I do have more other where people lined up as guests. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can find me here for the foreseeable future. <laughs> <laughs> You're trapped here. You're trapped in this podcast. <laughs> I I did a thing as a joke and now I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They called you out on your bluff, yeah. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> called your bluff. But I've also seen four video games that I can't talk about. <laughs> That's pretty neat, at least. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if I can see anything else. But it's it's been a good time. I, I have enjoyed that part, uh, for the most part. Uh, but every time I look at this list of podcasts and I think uh, how quickly I want to turn them out. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> <Not> seen. <laughs> I think I think that's the show. Uh, we'll catch. I'll catch you next time. Uh <laughs> <laughs> see ya see ya see ya Bye. gamers <laughs> I refuse to come up with an outro and stick with it for this show <laughs>